Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone. This is Nancy with The Relationship Project. Today, I am here to talk to you about one word. And what that word is, is prayer. You know, we can look out online and we find books on prayer. We find PDFs on prayer. We see sermons on prayer, messages, talks. Prayer is just talked about everywhere. But my question to you today is, do you do it? Do we just read about prayer or do we pray? You know, long ago when I received Christ in my early 30s, the first thing I began to do and the first thing I began to learn about was prayer. Somehow the Holy Spirit had dropped into my heart at the beginning of my life as a believer, that prayer was important. And I remember this couple that were older than I, and they taught me all about prayer. And as how they taught me was, I would ask them for a prayer request. I would ask them to pray for me. And I would be sitting between the two of them. And as what they would do, they would ask me to pray first. And then they would pray for me. And that's how I learned. Talk about nervous. Oh, I was so nervous. But one of the things they taught me to do is when I pray, talk to God in the same way as the conversation that I'm carrying out with you today. Just talk to God. And so for me, that's how it has always been. I don't have a lot of thou shouts within my prayer. I don't have King James Version in my prayers. Um, If anyone does, that's okay. But for me, my prayer is like talking to you. It's like talking to a very good friend. You know how when you sit down with someone and you just start talking? You know, I have a friend in my life and when we get together, it seems whatever the conversation is, wherever we head with it, both of us have something to say. It's not in a rude way where we say, okay, I want to talk now or I want to talk now. We both just begin to have a conversation. Well, prayer is about conversation, but it starts with you going to him first. It's those of us who are believers in Jesus Christ, who have received Jesus Christ, of taking some time and going to God sitting down. I'm not talking about the prayers that we say as we're walking along throughout our day because God's word does tell us to pray without ceasing. And we read all throughout the Bible, different people, how they pray. We can read how they pray from Genesis to Revelation. There are people who are people of prayer and that is good for us to study. But it's what I am speaking about today is not the scripture of pray without ceasing, but intentionally taking that time to set aside that it is for prayer. You know, I'm involved with a prayer group right now, and we're on the phone on a conference call, and I learned so much from these women on this call. They have persevered 
for years praying, lifting their requests up to God, lifting their petitions, interceding for other people, not just little things. We're talking big things. We're talking a young woman who was shot and we're praying for the family that was part of this woman's family. We're talking about interceding for those who contact us who are going through really rough, tough things in life. And it's where I'm headed with this is something that sounds very simple, but for many, it's very, very hard to do. And I call this praying big prayers. Three words, praying big prayers. Don't feel guilty for praying big prayers. I'm going to use myself as an example. I know this is going by experience, but when we're reading in God's Word and we read about people praying, we are reading about their experience in prayer. We are seeing a mighty God that answers. We're seeing the answers. We're seeing times when God said no. We're seeing times when God said yes. We're seeing God answer in powerful ways. So ever since I have received Christ, I have been one that has never felt guilty for praying big prayers. When I received Christ, I was living in Michigan, and I attended a church plant. For those of you that don't know what a church plant is, that is a group of people who felt God was calling them to come together and start a brand new church. So when I came into this church, there wasn't very many people, but there was something that they did. Yes, they loved me. They cared about me right where I was at, right where I was coming from. But I learned to pray because prayer was threaded throughout everything. Did we do things that took active participation? Yes, we did. Did we do things where we were in conversation with other people and teaching on other topics outside of prayer? Yes, but underneath all of, we, all of everything that we did was prayer. So today, I'm speaking to you about prayer. Yes, but praying big prayers. I prayed big prayers from the time I received Christ to now, and I have seen God reach in and heal people. I have seen him heal them immediately, and I have seen him heal them over time. At one time, I was having just serious, serious back trouble from two car accidents that I was in. There was nothing broken. It was just long-term healing that needed to take place of muscles in my back and just the surrounding areas of my back and in my neck. And there was a time that I attended an event, and this event was a Spanish service where someone brought a translator to me and that stayed with me the entire time for three evenings that I was there. And there was an evangelist that attended this event that was from Colombia. I never went up and asked for healing for my back, but I had been asking God for a long time. I wasn't giving up. Yes, I was praying, your will, God, but as what he placed on my heart was just ask me because he tells us throughout his word, ask me. And so I continued to ask, even when other people would say, well, this is how it's going to stay for the rest of your life. And there was a night, I'll just give you the short details today. There was a night that I 
was at this service. And they were praying, and we were praising, and we were worshiping, and everything was in Spanish except for the English that I was hearing in my ear. The whole service wasn't translated. Only the translator that was next to me was speaking English. And there was times that I couldn't hear what he said. But when I left that service that night is what I didn't know is God had healed my back. The next morning, a friend picked me up for church, and she had a very low car, and I always had a very hard time getting into this car. Some of you may understand what I'm talking about when I say this. I would literally have to kind of drop myself in the car, and when I'd get out of the car, I'd have to pull the side of the car and pull myself out. And then when I would get to church, I would go off to the side somewhere where people couldn't see me and um, try to hold myself together because my back was hurting. But that day after that service, I did the usual thing. My friend picked me up. I got in the car. I got out of the car. I got to church. I went over to the side where I usually went. And all of a sudden I noticed I have not been in any pain since the night before. God had healed my back. Now, I don't know what was said in that service. Maybe they were asking for healing, and maybe they were praying for everyone in that service for healing, for physical issues. But all I know is I did not give up asking. And I knew this. This was in my heart, and this is how the Holy Spirit was guiding me, that I was praying for his healing of my back, and I was going to pray until it was time that Jesus took me home. Now, I am no perfect saint. I'm no different than anyone else out there. I was just praying the way the Lord was showing me to do. For big prayers, there was also a time in my life that I realized in that hometown of mine, the small town where I lived, that there was going to be a time that God was going to move me out. And I didn't know where I was going. I just knew where I was moving. And so that was in my heart. And I knew that I knew. And so I began to pray, God, where are you sending me? And I was praying according to his will. God, you send me where you desire to send me. And he sent me to where I am right now. And I've been here for years. And then I began to pray, Lord, you know, you placed it on my heart as a new believer. And I traveled to the Ukraine. But Lord, I still believe that you've called me to travel to other places. And I continued to pray this. And as I continued to pray this, I started losing things. My job disappeared. I couldn't find another job. My car was gone. I couldn't afford my car. I was barely making it. I moved out of my apartment, and I've lived since then in many different places. I've lived in small rooms in people's homes. But in that, God taught me to pray, and I began to pray big prayers. Praying big prayers doesn't mean looking at what's going around me and my life is falling apart and stop praying those big prayers because you know what? It was on my heart to travel. It was on my heart to take something that God gave me to teach called the Relationship of the Heart Conference in other countries. And people thought I was really crazy. I mean, there were people I walked around the corner, heard them one day, and they were talking about me and they were laughing. But God still kept that in my heart to keep praying. Did it hurt when I heard people laughing? Yes. Did it hurt when people called me a dreamer? Yes. But since then, I have traveled to other countries, 
God has provided. He provided the way. He provided the finances. He provided the way to me to get to the airport. And most recently, he provided a trip for me that was more of rest and relaxation. And also, of course, it was a learning experience for me. But do you know where that came from? It came from two things. One was praying big prayers and not being afraid. And then when God answers, being willing to step in, when he answers those big prayers, when you're looking at it and you're feeling sick and you're saying, God, this is just too big. How am I going to do this? But being willing to step in to the answered prayer. Because you know what? When we pray big prayers, guess what? Many of you right now hearing my voice, I'm sure you can identify with this. You prayed big prayers. God answered. But you weren't willing to step in to what he had for you. You saw the answer come and you ignored it. Now I can say when God called me to step into the prayers that he answered, it required faithfulness. There was times it required tears. There is times it is really challenging because none of the places I went had I ever been before. In fact, there was one I didn't even have time to look it up and see uh, what the culture was like, only knowing this is the country and this is what they scheduled for me to do and this is what I would be teaching and this is what I would be speaking and trusting every place that they would take me as we traveled, this was the place that I was supposed to be. But God answered my prayers. So you may not have a prayer on your heart to travel to another country. It may be something behind the scenes. It may be something for your family. It may be something for your friends. It may some, be something that you'd like to see happen within your church, within your city, whatever that is. But if you have a big prayer on your heart today, something the Holy Spirit has dropped into your heart, don't let anyone discourage you from praying that prayer. Don't be afraid to pray big prayers. And I challenge you to get in God's word. I'm not even going to tell you a specific person. From Genesis to Revelation, begin to look throughout God's word and see if you can find some people that prayed big prayers and see how God answered. So this is Nancy with the Relationship Project. If you have any comments that you'd like to share with me, any thoughts, any questions, please be sure to get in touch with me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.